Hi everyone, welcome to Legal Talks by Desi Kanoon. I am Suyash and I am excited to have started this show. On today's show, we will discuss the case of Alka Khandu Avhad versus Amar Syama Prasad Mishra and another. In this case, the scope of section 138 and section 141 of the Negotiable Instruments Act 1881 in relation to joint liability was discussed by the Honorable Supreme Court. The brief facts of the case are that an advocate who is also the complainant in the present case was approached by a husband and a wife, the accused persons, for some legal work. In lieu of the work performed and the professional bill raised by the complainant advocate, the husband issued a check of Rs. 8,62,000 to the complainant advocate. However, such check was dishonored on account of insufficiency of funds due to which the complainant advocate preferred a complaint under Section 138 read with Section 141 of the NI Act. This complaint was preferred against the husband and the wife, alleging that the work done and the professional bill raised by him represented and was addressed to both the accused persons and hence due to such joint liability to pay the debt towards professional bill, Section 141 of the NI Act that talks about offence by companies will also get attracted. The trial court issued process against the husband and the wife, aggrieved by which the wife approached the high court. But the high court too refused to quash the complaint. Therefore, the matter traversed to the Supreme Court. Before adverting any further, it is pertinent to note that Section 138 provides for the stipulations that are to be followed in case there is a dishonor of a check. In the same way, Section 141 talks about the contingency when the offence under Section 138 is committed by a company. Section 141 also defines company as anybody corporate and includes a firm or other association of individuals. In order to understand the interpretation of Section 138 and 141, let us understand the observations of the Supreme Court. Firstly, the court laid down the conditions that are to be satisfied in Section 138 cases. A. There must be existence of a check drawn by a person on an account maintained by him with a bank. B. The check should be drawn for payment of money for discharge of any legally enforceable debt or liability. And C. The said check is returned unpaid on account of paucity of funds or other related reasons. So these are the three conditions that are to be satisfied in order to attract the offence of Section 138. Secondly, the court explained that Section 138 of the NI Act does not contemplate joint liability and even if there is existence of joint liability to pay a debt, then also only the person who has issued the cheque and who holds the bank account could be prosecuted under Section 138. Thirdly, with respect to Section 141 of the NI Act, the court observed that it is related to offence by companies and is not applicable on individuals since 
two private individuals in the present case the husband and the wife cannot be termed as an association of individuals within the meaning of section 141 according to the court the husband and the wife are neither directors nor partners in any firm or company and the term other association of individuals used in section 141 refers to joint liability of a legal entity that is formed by association of individuals in the instant case though both the husband and the wife have individual liabilities yet the same by no stretch of imagination could be termed as joint liability within the meaning of section 141 of the ni act therefore upon cumulative consideration of facts and the law the complaint filed by the advocate in respect of his professional bill was quashed by the honorable supreme court against the appellant wife who had not even issued the check this is all that was held in this case so what are my concluding remarks in conclusion it could be said that the explanation appended to section 141 that explains the meaning of company has to be interpreted in light of the wordings contained in it it uses three key terms corporate firm and other association of individuals here the term other association of individuals has to be understood in the context of corporates and firms the explanation to section 141 also uses the conjunctive and after the word corporate hence under section 141 a company would interalia mean that other association of individuals that is a corporate now what is the meaning of this corporate it would mean an entity that is registered has a common seal and has other characteristics of a corporate entity which was clearly not the case in the present matter thus the court rightly interpreted in the present case that section 141 would not be applicable Hence I hope you enjoyed listening to this show I hope I was clear enough in explaining this case Please do not forget to like and subscribe us and if you have any comments feel free to make them in the comments section Thank you again see you next time till then stay tuned